This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Oh, here we go, boys. that sound. This is a good one. Welcome to Full Scale Outdoors Waterfall Wednesday Edition. I'm your host Nick Johnson, joined by Dale Luganville. What's up, Nick? Oh, not much. I'm tired, dude. Yeah, well, you've been hunting a lot, I see. I have been hunting a lot. Let's uh, rewind and do a recap of uh, what we were talking about last Wednesday, which was Wednesday at what, like 7 a.m. we were recording. Yeah, yeah. now we're doing a Wednesday now night Wednesday podcast. At, it's Wednesday at 6.20 p.m., and we were like, I remember starting the podcast out, looking at my phone, talking about the weather, like, holy crap, this is happening. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, what have you seen out there for what has happened since that podcast in the following seven days? Oh, a lot has a lot has happened. So last weekend, um, so I'm always I'm like, do I sit in a stand or do I go to the lake? Do I sit in a stand and go to the lake? Now there's another factor too, which I need to invest in an actual duck boat, which I don't have. I just have my bass fishing boat, which can get me really to places really fast. But you can't really hunt out of it. It's one of those blue sparkly bass boats. Um, but it can get me to a shoreline. You know, I can put decoys out and then just ditch the boat down the shore and, you know, hunt that way, which I've done with some success. But it also limits to where in the lake I can hunt because I have to be sure. able to hunt from shore. So if they're back in a big mucky whatever, I, that doesn't work. So anyways, so I'm always kind of like, what am I going to do? Well, I... You know, after talking to a couple guys I ran into at the gas station that had duck rigs and what they were seeing, it sounded like it was pretty slow out there for bird numbers. I'm like, ah, I think I'm going to sit in the stand, which is what I did. But I'm close to the lake, 
and all weekend long I heard one goose honk. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And the one guy I talked to after the fact, he's like, well, there's a lot of mergansers. I'm like, well, that's... Uh... He's like, if you're into that thing, <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> I'm like, no, not really. I mean, I shoot them if they're in front of me, but I'm not going to pursue them on purpose. Uh, yeah, so I don't think I missed out too much. Um, it was cold. It was below freezing on the entire weekend, but it was windy. And then I think it was Sunday, it calmed down. And then, so Sunday morning, uh, the edges of the lake had had ice on them, but the main, you know, the vast, 98% of the lake was still wide open. But come Monday morning, she was locked up. Really? Yeah, it was ice all the way and across. You, and you don't have any historical experience hunting in this area, so it's all kind of a new experience for you, right? Yep, yep. But interestingly enough, I was in the, the deer stand tonight, and uh, I heard four, if not five, flocks of golden eyes go overhead. So I don't know if really? there was a pocket of open water on that lake or they're coming from somewhere else. They could have, they could, so I'm about an hour drive to International Falls. I'm sure the Rainy River is still open, it's right on the border. So were they just flying over because they came from the Rainy River or something? I'm not sure, but they were boogieing out. You need to find where those fucking golden eyes are going. And have yourself a golden eye bass boat beat down. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> probably probably could uh, shoot golden eyes out of a bass boat. They don't seem to be the wariest of birds. <laughs> I actually have never killed one. Wow. Well, you don't do a ton of duck hunting though either. You're you're pretty much in a field chasing. I shot geese, a, so I didn't shoot. I uh, saw I helped finish it. I saw a mallard band die. Nice. Uh, past week. Yep. Very this is the nice. only duck we got. This is the only duck or goose we got on Monday. Hmm. There was nothing going on. I, I had hunted Sunday night, and uh, I had nothing scouted and didn't know what to do and said, let's just throw out some, some decoys at uh, my mom's uh, my mom's place on Bone Lake. And uh, didn't see much of anything. A couple ducks come in. Drake and a hen, bang. Buddy uh, Brandon shoots the Drake. I walk out there and dude, it would have been, it would have been embarrassing if I would have done a band or no band. You know, like just the shock <laughs> yeah. and excitement and giddiness <laughs> was would have been so uh, cartoonish. Sure, you, you know, sure. Like, because. <laughs> Like, I've just, you know, we shoot a Drake Mallard. I'm like, cool, we got a bird today. That's kind of neat, you know? Mm-hmm. For not having it, nothing scouted or nothing going on. Sweet. Walk out there. It's just floating belly down. And I walked out to uh, pick it up, and I flip it over, like, doop to doo floop. And there it is. I was like, oh. Um, <laughs> like, no oh, fucking way. What? <laughs> like, are you fucking get you know you have that yeah. moment where, oh yeah dude if you could bottle that fucking feeling mm-hmm. if you like because i i personally i only have one duck band on my lane same it was from actually i have two one was from a gift from my dad or a hand-me-down like the only duck band my dad ever got it's a blue wing teal band probably shot in like the early 80s and it's got some oh, lead wow. damage like some lead damage lead on damage. it damage i love it yeah, so he's got some lead damage on his, and then um, I was 
13 years old hunting in South Dakota with my dad, my uncle, and um, we had shot a bunch of mallards, and we got a mallard band that day. When I was 13, in the year 2000, that's on my lanyard because it was a give-it-to-the-kids situation. Oh, yeah. So I'm just not the – I don't see many duck bands, dude. So when I flip that thing over, God, damn, did I lose my shit. Yeah, they're just they're just <laughs> not as common, it seems, as, as goose bands for whatever reason. But um, I have one, and it was a, it was a private band. Shouting. How many, I just looked this up uh, today. How many band encounters do you think happen with Canada geese and large Canada geese in the United States and Canada combined? Oh, like a total number? Oh, man. I have. Uh, is this in a year time? In one year. This will, and, fo- and this is 2021. How many, in- how many encounters would you say happened within the United States? Just the United States. Um... Oh man, that's, that's that's so tricky. Like that math is hard. I man, I don't even. Um, let's say two hundred. What? Two hundred thousand? No, two hundred. <laughs> no, how many bands? Like how many bands? How many bands got shot in the United yeah, States? Yeah, two hundred. <laughs> two hundred honker bands. Okay, let's you're get... off by about thirty-three thousand. <laughs> I was like, it's got to be more than that. I don't know. Just going so, off of my history, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. No, like uh, there's 33,000 band encounters in the United States. Wow. For honkers. I don't know where I was going with that. That's you a lot. totally threw me ducks, off when you said 200. The, I think you're comparing ducks and geese. You said you looked it up. I don't know if that's what you oh, were Oh, yeah. Doing. Let's find out how many mallard bands. Because you said, um, seems like there's less mallard bands, which fucking for sure or there just, does. Or just like, duck bands in general. I mean... And I'm just going off of what I see on social media. I mean, I see, I don't think a weekend goes by without seeing somebody shot a band on a goose. But right. so, when you, know, when you band- see a duck band, it's it's rare to the point that every time I see one, even via social media, I'm like, oh, damn, look at that. Right. Whereas goose band, you're like, that's cool. I've seen it, but it's there cool. There are some places you can get um, higher percentages of bands. But it's uh, it's still not common. I wonder so, if it's because more are maybe they just don't band as many. I don't know, or are are more lost to predation. Or okay, how many just... mallards? Okay, mallard band totals. They put on almost fifty six thousand mallard bands in twenty twenty one. Well, there. I mean, there you go. If they if they're putting on fifty thousand bands, and we've and they record thirty thousand goose bands, that tells me that they definitely band more geese than they band ducks. That does seem accurate. And this is well, this is just for the United States. About fifty six thousand, thirteen thousand five hundred encounters. Well, that's way less. That's way less. Like yeah. for mallard, <laughs> yeah. for mallard bands, because I said in the United States there was thirty three thousand Canada goose band encounters. Mm-hmm. And an encounter is pretty much a murder. Right. Like, less the uh, random photographer that right. managed to get several angles and then and a, then report it, right? Or a picture or a video, mean a, a video after the fact where they're like, hey, there's a band. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that gets recorded because you can't really see the number, but. Okay, well, okay, let's say here. If 
Okay, there's 56,000 bands put on, about 13,500 encounters. That's just the United States. Let's put Canada in there. You're going to add um, 10,000 bandings to it. So 10,000 on top of uh, whatever we said for... Uh... 13,000? God damn it. Now I forgot. You're up to about 23,000. 10,000 on top of 56,000. So that's a honkers. 66,000. Okay. And in the United States, there's 13,493 encounters. There was only 1,500 of them in Canada. Wow. So I don't know. Like these, if you look up like the difference between how many bands are shot in the United States compared to how many bands are shot in Canada, it really starts to put into focus like how few birds get killed in Canada. Sure. Because here we have 13,500, and going up to Canada, you get 1,500. So people who are are always saying stuff like, how come you get to go up to Canada and shoot eight hen mallards? Because there's no fucking mallards getting killed up there, barely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. These these poor <clears throat> like these poor people only killed fifteen hundred fucking bands last year. Not even fourteen ninety four. Wow. Mm. The big the best province for mallard band encounters was Ontario, where five hundred and eighteen got killed. I wonder if that's um, you think that's a population thing, like a human population thing. Like yes. There's more hunters in Ontario, so therefore there's more encounters. Oh yeah, I, between it's a, definitely a human population thing for, um, you know, how many bands? Why there's so few birds being killed in Canada? It's because there's so few people there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So people see these piles, not... like people will see the piles coming out of like the outfitters from social med- media, and they're like, "Holy shit! There's a hen pintail massacre ha- happening up in Canada." <laughs> right. No, there's a hen pintail massacre happening in California. Yeah. Even with a one duck limit. Right. Because there's just vastly so many more hunters on the United States landscape than there is in Canada. Birds are not barely getting fucked with in Canada. Well, and it's already been proven in multiple studies where hunter harvest is negligible to overall populations anyways. So it's it's kind of a moot point, really. If someone's worried about seeing a pile of hen pintails killed in Canada, it's like, it doesn't matter. You could kill twice as many, you probably still wouldn't make a scratch. Okay, so we said uh, 66,000 mallards got banded. 66,000? Yeah, between Canada and the United States. Oh, okay. 66,000. You said, oh, there's got to be a lot more Canada geese, right? Mm-hmm. I just was saying the... Uh, encounters were 33,000. Mm. So in Canada for Canada geese, we got 10,000. You got to keep up on this math, all right? I'm trying. <laughs> all right. This is bandings, not encounters, right? Yes, this is band 10,000 plus the United States 36,000. What are we at? 46,000. 46,000. Okay, when you're looking up Canada goose band data, you always got to do two species. You got to do Canada goose, you got to do large Canada goose. Mm. What number are we at, Dale? We're at 46,000. All right, don't forget it. 
Add on to it, twenty-seven thousand. Uh, that's uh seventy-three thousand. Twenty-seven thousand is the number of large Canada geese that got banded in the United States. Which large Canada goose should be what anybody banding in June is using in the United States because it's for like giant. Mm-hmm. What number are we at? Seventy-two. Seventy-three thousand. Seventy-three thousand. Okay, large Canada geese. Okay, 2,386 2, coming out of Canada. So that puts us at about 75,000, right? Yep. Okay, 75,000. That's not significantly more than – I was expecting way more than yeah. the 66,000 Mallard bands. Right. So It's kind of interesting. It's pretty, pretty close numbers then, banding-wise, but way less recovery on That's, the Ducks. Yes, way less recovery. Do you remember what our numbers were on recovery? Like thirteen thousand, wasn't it? Something like that, or was yeah, it like even thirteen thousand to like fifteen hundred? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like fifteen thousand. So like half of the amount of recoveries, not even half the amount of recoveries. Mm-hmm. But the geese do have, I don't know, one sixth more bands out there. Yeah, but you would still, but those those geese are getting shot up. Yeah, Does that it, mean is that it a higher more... percentage of Canada geese have bands on them, and or there's just a lot more fuck? I think there's just a lot more fucking mallards out there than will get banded. Yeah, I, that's probably too. That's actually probably a really good point. You'd probably now we'd have to look at North American populations. Of that's each. what I've always thought. Like, I've always known that they're the number one duck that the. Fish and Wildlife Service is actually focused on banding is mallards. That's pretty much coast to coast. That's what a lot of like regulations are based off of. It's everybody's favorite duck, right? But I just always thought like, God, you just don't see fucking mallard bands. Like mallard bands are so rare. Yeah. Like if you just are a guy who goes out and shoots mallards, like they don't come around very often, which tells me there's got to be a shitload of mallards out there. Right. Well, there is. It is the most populated duck on the planet. That's true. That is true. Which feeds right back into my bitch that everybody's heard, that which is so stupid that there's a hen restriction. The only species that has a hen restriction happens to be the most populated duck on the planet. That's right. That's stupid. <laughs> but it's also the duck. It's really it's the only duck anybody is really interested in shooting. Gives people shit will sh- people will shoot other ducks, but they're really interested in shooting mallards. Yeah, and and I don't, honestly I don't hold them in any more esteem than any other duck. In fact, I would rather shoot a limit of other ducks that I don't get to see as often because there's mallards are so common. It's like oh, there's a mallard, big deal. Like <laughs> that is kind of a good point. How like, often do I get to shoot a nice cotton top widgeon? Hardly ever. I've shot a couple in my life. So, like, when That's I get true. a widgeon, I'm like, dude, widgeon, this is badass. Or now, redhead think about or it, back like, or something. Think about that. If that same duck mentality was thrown over onto the goose hunters, like, people would be like, quill lake geese? I guess, who cares? Or elk geese <laughs> with some, like, leucism? Who cares? You know what I want to shoot is your just generic white bread <laughs> large Canada goose. Right. That's all. That's what I'm after. I'm at, I don't want any not, hybrids. Not giants. Not, I don't want any farm hybrids. I don't want any cacklers. 
no cacklers. I want white. <laughs> I, I, you know, to get that occasional speckle belly coming through my flyway. Fuck that. Yep. I just no want thanks. those nice fat blackheads. Right, yep. <laughs> but not until later, though, because the the thing with mallards, though, is they do have. There is one caveat to them being, you know, they may be very common, but people want those late Canadian mallards, those those the red, red the red legs. leggers. The red legs and the green heads. <laughs> That's what they want. And if the DNR wouldn't, would, and we'd get them if it wasn't for the if they just DNR would, foiling us every yeah, year. shutting season down too early. <laughs> or every starting year. the teal season too early. Yep, yep, every year. And then, well, <laughs> well we could make, go later, but we'd have a split. No, you can't do the split because that's when the divers come down, man. <laughs> Oh shit! Well, fuck! I have a couple hunting stories to tell. Well, I've from... been watching your snaps. You've got, a... yeah. I'll let you go. I've been seeing some. Uh, I've been seeing some stories. My uh, my buddy Brandon from Arizona came up. I picked him up from the airport last Wednesday. I had a spot hunt uh, picked out for Thursday, and um, we hunted that. It's kind of like a rainy, drizzly mess. We. Um, go out there we used a sled which i figured it might be too muddy for the cart like the honker hauler cart we used a sled we set out two bags of silhouettes they worked as good as silhouettes can really work which means we got four geese into shooting range and we killed all four (laughs) good percentage (laughs) i mean it was one of those days i mean you got backboards and gillies a couple bags of sillies in a sled that you're hauling out there we set up the spread and i was like we're probably not gonna shoot a goose (laughs) (laughs) i was like yeah just like the odds are against us you know like this field is like a silage cut field and it's like "Ah, whatever we might get one so one once one did actually kind of hover above the decoys and brandon shot it it was like nice pressure's off and uh, we ended up shooting four and then we hunted uh let's just skip to sunday night here's a cool thing that happened Sunday night, we're out hunting. We uh, we were having a little bit of trouble hunting mornings before that. Friday and Saturday morning was mostly um, – it was good to scout in the afternoon. and Or it was good to <laughs> – the birds were flying more in the afternoon, and we kept hunting mornings for a couple days. Like, uh. what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Pay like, attention. Like, we're getting these spots to hunt, and then uh, and then uh, nothing's happening in the mornings. We need to be fucking hunting these in the afternoon. Anyway, so we hunt Sunday afternoon, and we're hunting with uh, oh, Jared Gray and the Le- the Leahy brothers out here, Cal and Brady. And uh, we shot a shot a few geese. We weren't close to our limit yet, but we were like eight birds off, and um, we had shot enough of them, though, you know. And we're like, you know, let's try to land some and see something cool. And we're letting this flock of like fifteen work in nice. They're dangling their legs, and Cal goes, "There's one. He's sitting right on my left." Like, there's a leg band. I was like, oh, shit, I saw it too. But he had already got, like, a second jump on me. So I'm coming up. He's coming up. Bang, he shoots it. And we're, we run up out of the layouts to go pick it up. And I was like, no way. I can't believe you beat me. And his brother, Brady, um, is going, I just shot a leg band. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, the fuck you didn't. Uh, <laughs> Cal shot it. I literally saw him do it right next to me <laughs> and you're just like trying to claim this band mm-hmm. and so cal picks up his band and brady's like i can't believe i got a band 
I was like, again, no, you did right. not. Yeah, no. And then no. he then he picks up this goose I didn't even see, and, it, and it's got a band on it, and like my brain malfunctioned. I was like, <laughs> wait, there's two. So uh, that was really cool. If you've ever hunted uh, with the Leahy brothers out here um, or know them, they like the one thing you'll pick up on is they have fucking eagle eyes. They're always just like, "Here's a flock." Due north, and mm. everybody's like, "Where, where? Yeah, nope, nobody sees them. Just you guys." Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a buddy in our group like that. Clanky. So it was, it was kind of cool that, like, you know, of course the fucking eagle eye vision dudes like both pick one out simultaneously. There's two in the flock, bang bang, and they got them. And then uh, that was cool. Then Monday we had the mallard band experience, only bird we got that day. And then I had Carter Deny come out here and do some photography for me. I wanted to get some content of decoying birds. So yesterday, Tuesday, I had a field that I saw about 100 geese in and, uh, you know, some coming and going. Looked promising, right? Like, mm-hmm. we ended up hunting it from for 11 hours, from sunrise to sunset. Wow. We were there for We were there for 11 hours. But... It got wild, dude. Like, first of all, we're not decoying everything. Like, when I say it got wild, yeah, we decoyed a shitload of birds. But, um, man, those snow covers are just, they're they are a tough sell out in the middle of a field. Mm-hmm. Even with only two of us. And just me being, like, 20 yards from my closest decoy and Carter 20 yards behind me, we still decoyed a shitload of birds all day long not all of them we're getting some flare outs um but if they came from the right angle or they were hungry enough they were willing to put aside their doubts of that piece of shit snow cover (laughs) and i was under explicit (laughs) instructions to um not drive into the fields so had we been able to drive into the fields definitely would have snow boxed it Mm. i mean you're gonna get flare outs anyways right fucking sit in a chair yeah might as well have heat yeah anyways uh we pro- i probably checked 150 birds yesterday oh, maybe wow. more like i mean dangling dangling legs 20 yards right out front and you can check them pretty quick you know like nope 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 anyways i, di- I did not shoot a bird yesterday um but carter got a ton of great photos and videos of geese coming in and I had another spot lined up for this morning, and we go out there, and we were able to put the snow, the the layouts. Again, I called the dude and asked, like for a second time, like, can we please drive out there? And he's like, nope. Like, All right, <laughs> nope. We won't. Damn it. So we go out there with the layout, snow covers, and this time we opted to go a little off of like. Obviously, they're going out to the center of the field, and we went way off to the side because we could put our backs up against a hay bale and mm. that did help that did help um we did have um geese starting to land in the middle i probably had to kick them out four times today oh wow but we had a lot of birds in the area there and um i i would guess i checked another 150 birds by 11 a.m this morning we were getting some some good decoy and if they weren't racking in the middle and if they weren't flaring off the layouts, which did happen much less today, 
um, just by having a little something to break them up a little bit, put them in a little bit of noise, not out, you know, out in the middle. And I had a, it was a flock of 17 geese coming in. I had the binocs up as they were coming in because they were doing it real good. And I was able to check like the first six, like, nope, 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 nope. And then I took the binocs down because at this point, like they're finishing up, they are finishing. I need to scan as many as I can. I'm checking them and I go, there's one. And it lands. I put the binocs on it, confirm it, jump up, bang. Shot a band 10 years old from Kimberly, Minnesota. Nice. And it, and Carter got it all on. He captured it all with photos. That's awesome. You can, you can see it coming in. You can see me roasting it. It's pretty sweet. Carter's Carter's badass. He's good. I yeah, like he's him. good stuff. Yeah, if you if you haven't checked out Carter Deny Photography, which I've been calling him Carter Deneu until yesterday. <laughs> until he told you how to really pronounce it. <laughs> I think that's how in my head. I don't know that I've ever heard him say his last name, actually. I think I've only ever read it. So. No, he didn't even tell me. Joey Vasallo told me. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I invited Joey to come out on this morning's hunt. And I was like, yeah, me and Carter Deneu are going to be out there tomorrow. And he's like, you know, it's Deny, right? And I was like. Of course I didn't know that. That's why I've been saying to do for fucking years. <laughs> but, oh, one cool Carter's thing about too, that Carter's band, probably too nice to correct anybody. Probably, probably. One cool thing about that band is it had battle damage on it, not from me. Mm. Like, really old battle damage. Like a couple BB wounds? One BB, like, that's wow. rusted up. So that little, that bastard got lucky one time crazy at least one time but that's pretty cool to see and he came out at like 11 o'clock um just interesting it's interesting to know that it's a 10 year old bird you know yeah that's very cool how many other birds are that old out there you know there's got to be a ton i love those old the old stories because you just you think like how many trips like how many spreads has this thing passed and right just been playing that roulette and winning you know like his number (laughs) his number finally got punched today but man like god that's just it's that's that stuff is wild especially when you start thinking about snow geese and just all the miles that they put on you're just like man that's crazy someone shoots a 16 year old snow goose band you're like the miles on that thing holy crap like it's just unbelievable and that's what's cool about bands. You know, people like non-hunters, like, they just don't really get it. And it's like, it's cool. It's like it's just like, I don't know, it's a weird snapshot into the life of a goose kind of sort of, you know. A very small, it's just one data point right. out of an otherwise sea of birds of mystery. Yep. You exactly. can be like, wow, that one was 10, and it was from Kimberly, Minnesota. And it's like... You just kind of let your mind run wild. Yeah. Like, well, that's the only thing I know about that bird, but I imagine it's life now of having eight years worth of babies. Yeah. It was. <laughs> is it wild? Is it Wildfowl magazine that always did the band? Yeah, the band stories. Band wild stories. Fall, I great, love those, and I love seeing the map. Uh, the ma- I, I'll just sit there and I'll study the map, and I each I read each individual, you know, because they're numbered. I'm like, oh, number twelve was a pintail, and it flew from Arkansas to you know whatever. It's like these are so cool. And then you yeah, get some I, I that are agree. little tiny jumps, but then every now and again you get one that's like banded in Russia, shot in Maryland. You know, it's like what the fuck? California, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or something. 
Yeah, I like to look at the map and then try to guess the species based yep. on nothing but the data point. Yeah, I I'll do the like, same thing. Hmm, from North Dakota to Arkansas, huh? That's definitely a fucking mallard. <laughs> and snowies. then I look and it's like a green-winged teal. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck, all right. And then you see like the north slope of Alaska to California. And you're like, that's a fucking snow goose. And then greater white front of goose. Like, God damn it, I'm close every time. <laughs> you think you'd be better really, at this. There is some really interesting ones on there. Yeah, I love those. I that's my favorite part of that magazine. Like hands down, I love that. I think it's so cool. I love all the magazines. I love all the um the the wildfowl, the ducks unlimited, the delta waterfowl. I don't know if American waterfowlers is still out, but man, I can page through those things for days. Yeah, same. That's... And my wife uh, is annoyed by it because I won't let her throw any away. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I do? If you buy like a call for me, if you buy a call for me, or if I have to ship you anything, I take the old ones and I rip pages out and use it as stuffing in the. There you go. That's like, kind of cool. Yeah. So when like people get a like a signature series call that came from me, or they send their call in to get tuned by me, and I tune it and send it back, a lot of times there's like random wildfowl pages in there. That's pretty cool. I hope like somebody like reads one one time. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, that, damn, I'm gonna. That's a great article. You should just. You should just <laughs> be pulling. You should be stuffing it with just the uh, band stories, the band map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. You could print off yeah. a bunch. You can just copy a bunch. They'll never know. Well, the deep. <laughs> we we had an exciting week last week coming up until this show. Our, I, I hate to say for some folks, but it looks like it's probably gonna be over. That's a wrap up. Um, That's it's a wrap up here, as far as I know. Now I did have a random thought today. I'm like, you know, there are some rivers up here, and some of them are, you know, kind of rapidy too. I'm like, there might be, it might be worth putting on some miles and seeing if I can find an isolated pocket of those red leggers hanging out in some open river water somewhere. Yeah, give it a shot. That would be my only shot at shooting a duck. Well, I hope we have uh, I hope we have more to talk about next week than like, well, it's all frozen. <laughs> well, I looked I at saw... the forecast. It's supposed to get cold this weekend, so there should be for everybody down south that you can probably expect another little mini push, I would think. Absolutely. And uh and, and continuing for it to push as the weather just as the dates keep coming off the calendar, whether they have open water or not, it just becomes that time. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, is more and more lakes do freeze up. It's going to isolate those birds, concentrate them, I should say, or move them south, whatever. I mean, that's just what happens. For sure. Cool. Well, let's wrap it up. Uh, let's thank our sponsors for the week. Oh, I didn't do that last week. Dude, we didn't. We barely do it anymore. We barely put any effort into the fake sponsors. <laughs> but I would like to say thank you very much to Carter Deny Photography for coming out, um, and also uh, Boss Shot Shells uh, for not just denting that band, but actually killing the bird. <laughs> right there, you go. Um, uh, I'll give a oops. shout out to Relevant Sunglasses. Uh, Did you get a, some? I got a new pair of relevance today in the mail. They're for ice fishing. They're the hard water bronze lens. But uh, I do want to get some of their – I'm going to get one for hunting. Um, I do want to try that duck hunting lens. I did look yep, up their website, and I looked at it really long and hard. And that $200 pair of mm-hmm. duck hunter sunglasses. Fuck, well, man. Hold on. When you told me they have photochromatic lenses that fucking get darker as the day yep. gets brighter, man, I just – I want to pull the trigger on those bad. 
Yep, that's the chameleon lens technology. So when you go on the when you go on their website, they'll have you know click this color lens and this this you know it's it's kind of a la carte the features you want on it and it all costs the same. It doesn't like it doesn't get more expensive. So if you want that photochromatic, you want that's called their chameleon lens technology. So then you want to click that little button to get that because you can get you can get it without it if you don't want it. Fuck so, that. Who wouldn't want it? I don't know. I think it's badass. But yeah, they have those the the concealment lenses, but they also have a product. It's like a, a it's a lotion that is a, a UV absorbing lotion too. It's a really cool video out there about it. Um, I kind of just learned about this. We had as a, on their staff, they, we had like a, um, it was like a zoom meeting training or whatever. And there's a video of, it's at a show. And so you have like, there's a UV lens on you or whatever. And you take this stuff and you put it on your face and you can see your face like turning black, but yet your face isn't turning black. Just Okay, it's so it just, kills the UV. Yep. It's absorbing okay. the UV. So you're not shining back. I guess. Yeah. I feel like UV stuff is just the gimmick that won't die. I mean, it's possible, but I mean, if, if science is saying that they do see it, but I do, I would like to get a nice pair of hunting sunglasses regardless because all my other sunglasses are a reflective lens and obviously you don't want that for hunting purposes so right right i would like to get those uh relevance because i had one customer over the summer come out and who had a pair and he loved them and the chameleon lens technology also seems completely fucking awesome and uh that's all i got to that's so all i, I got will I, don't, say, I don't know about um, their their face lotion yeah on monday or <laughs> cyber monday it's called Which, a face mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there is that. Um, there is that. I hate face masks, though, personally. I don't know if my nose is too big or whatever, but it always pushes my nose down and I can't breathe, so I end up pulling it down, and then my face is exposed anyways. But I have the natural mask for half of my face, at least, with the beard. But yep. Yep. Cyber Monday, so the Monday after Thanksgiving weekend, there is a buy one, get one free deal, I believe. I saw that. I hope I'm not misquoting that. For Cyber Monday? Yep. So okay, that, well, check that's out pretty the, good. Check out the RLVNT sunglasses. If you haven't checked out the Nick J Signature Series Goose Call, that, those are pretty nice. Those, I've heard they're okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. Have you got honest, honest, honest question though? Have you got what kind of feedback have you got from them? I haven't heard anything honestly from. Um, everybody loves them and says it's the best goose call they've ever bought. Yeah, I believe it. I buy it totally. <laughs> it's right up there with the UV tech, <laughs> UV paint on decoys. Son of a bitch! Are you comparing my one piece acrylic design to a gimmick that will never die? Because my gimmick is definitely going to die one day. <laughs> How about the uh, goose uh, tech app? Goose tech app's doing well, man. It's teaching a lot of people how to goose call. Good. That's good. That'll that maybe that'll up the amount of um, what was the term for like bands, occurrences? No. Encounters. Encounters. Maybe that'll up the encounters of uh, Canada Goose bands. So the better you get at calling. Of course it would. Of course but, it would. All right, dude. Let's uh, wrap it up. I'll chat with you next week. Sounds good. Later, man. <laughs> <laughs>